0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning Pacific time, and 8.40 Mountain time, no, 7.40 Mountain time, 8.40 Texas time, and 9.40 Michigan and East Coast time. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. And I come to you with an education background. If you ever miss any of these calls, you can pick them up on SoundCloud. So S-O-U-N-D, C-L-O-U-D. Put in TRN90, and these calls have popped up. They're archived back more than nine years now. If you get your podcast through a different app or service, if you put in Frank F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Wilness and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging, these calls could well pop up as well. Frank says he's been seeing them popping up on different apps, so just thought I'd share that bit of information with you. So when you're first starting out, that TR90 program is that one really good lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals, If you're a really large person, you might want to add a fourth meal with 30 grams of protein, or you may want to increase the number of grams of protein per meal, um, just because that will help it really work effectively. Take your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if it's at all possible. If it's not possible, just take them with your meal. It'll still work. It's just not quite as effective as it would be if it was 30 to 40 minutes, or 20 to 30, 15 to 20 minutes before the meal. Making sure to stay hydrated. That hydration is really key because it clears toxins out of your system and does a myriad of other things. So to stay hydrated, the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. And if you think you're hungry, drink a glass of water, wait a few minutes and see if, that, if it's really the hunger or if it's the dehydration already starting to set in. Because dehydration does show up as um, hunger, and so that's one of those things that will help you increase your uh, water intake. Seven to nine hours of rest daily is another key component with getting enough rest. that means that you're getting um, your body is getting a chance to do all the various system resets that your body does while you're sleeping, which is really key enough uh, enough rest will also mean that you're able to make good choices the next day which is also another key component of making this program work for you. It is a lifestyle change, and I always look at it as that because you're wanting to change your life for the better going forward. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week, and you can chunk that up into three 10-minute bouts, two 15-minute bouts. Um, You can do it all 30 minutes at one go, um, depending on what your lifestyle and schedule will allow for, but that thirty minutes of exercise is really key. And if you heard Frank yesterday, the, he and his wife are getting close to fourteen hundred days of hashtag no days off. So he and his wife Jennifer have been doing that, and it's it's one of those great exercise, great things to do, and. Vary your exercise because your body will start getting relaxed into doing the same thing all the time and then it's not not working nearly as hard as it needs to be. So vary it. Switch it up. Do swimming, um, yoga, any number of things and, you know, go out and learn your sport, whether it's pickleball or something else. It's all good and just keep that in mind. Making sure you take those, I already told you about taking something like 15 to 20 minutes before. Also making sure to get seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. What that does is that gives you some micronutrients, some macronutrients, and it gives you fiber the closer you get to the veg- getting the vegetable in its original form. That is really key because that fiber um we don't usually in our life we don't get enough fiber because we're eating a lot of processed foods. And the closer you get to food in its original state, the more fiber you're going to have and the more nutrients that will be in your food. So that is the PR ninety program in a nutshell. I've been sharing some information lately out of a book that's called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease. It's written by Robert H. Lustig, MD, MSL. And some of the things that are in this book actually explain why our Tier 90 program is actually designed the way it is and I've been sharing some information about the last resorts of when altering your environment isn't enough. So yesterday, or not yesterday, but the day before, I shared why um, some of the things that we can do that will mitigate um, obesity is um, beneficial and are not beneficial, but how, how we can get out of that obesity mindset and actually work towards being healthier. And I shared with you last week about how it was important to um, eat, eat right, get enough sleep, exercise, reduce, and reduce or cut out all the sugar because those are the things that are really important for our program, but it's also what keeps you healthy in the long term. So the next part of this says, very few people can afford to have these procedures, and these procedures they mean like bariatric um, surgery, as they can cost anywhere from 15000 to 40000 just for the surgery, let alone the pre-op evaluation, any complications, and long-term follow-up. If Al Roker and Sharon Osborne can get it, why can't you? Because your insurance company doesn't want to pay for it. Yet several cost-benefit analyses have been done that say that bariatric surgery increases both longevity and the quality of life. It actually reduces health-related costs, and especially those associated with uh, treating type 2 diabetes. The strain on the medical system, by 2030, we will be taking care of 100 million diabetics in the United States alone might just ease slightly. So for the bariatric procedures, colloquially referred to as stomach stapling, can be divided into malabsorptive food, goes out with the stool, restrictive food can't get into the stomach, and then there's a combination of the two. Purely malabsorptive, procedures such as the duodendal switch and the gendual ileal bypass have extremely high morbidity and mortality and cannot be recommended. The ROUX NY, and that ROUX is spelled R-O-U-X dash E-N dash capital letter Y, gastric bypass, which is also abbreviated to RYGB, is a combination procedure which not only leads to extraordinary weight loss, but can, do, can reverse type 2 diabetes as well. The restrictive procedures reduce the stomach volume to decrease the volume of food ingested. They include the bioentric intragastric balloon, or the BIB the laparoscopic adjustable gastric band or the LAGB and the sleeve gastrectomy or the SG. Unfortunately, the general safety of these procedures correlates inversely with the degree of weight loss and the safer the procedure, (coughs) the less weight loss so there is no favored type. So bariatric surgery in children, hmm. unlike with adults, stricter and more conservative criteria have, must be applied to adolescents, since only about only 85% of the obese adolescents will become obese adults, and slightly improved rate of lifestyle and pharmacotherapy therapeutic efficacy versus that of adults, a longer time interval before comorbidities become life-threatening and the children's inability to give legal consent. For all of these reasons, an expert panel with representation from the American Pediatric Surgery Association and the American Academy of Pediatrics has suggested a bariatric surgery for adolescents should be done only in institutions committed to long-term management of these patients and is justified in situations when obesity-related comorbid conditions, such as obstructive sleep apnea, threatens the child's health. While I must accede to this view, my personal feeling is that usually the horse is out of the barn by then, waiting until a child is fully grown can mean many more pounds and much more comorbidity, which could be avoided by confronting the problem earlier. It is easier to stabilize weight gain than it is to induce weight loss. But the degree to which this surgery should be used as a solution will have to wait until we have further data. Last resorts versus first passes, the fact that any of the medications or procedures exist, let alone the common. Our common speaks to the breakdown of our energy balance pathway and the alterations in our environment that have led to the breakdown. These last resorts are clearly necessary for the five percent of the population who have biochemical abnormality and who would have been, close, been obese ten. 100 or even a thousand years ago, but the other 95% of the people for whom of whom 60% are overweight or obese and for the 40% of the normal weight people who have metabolic syndrome, do we have to jump to these last resorts first? Do we have the money for the last resorts for every obese patient in America? Clearly, something needs to happen on the first pass, and that's where public health comes in. It will make, in part six, they will make the, will make the argument that the public health is our best and only chance for worldwide to turn the juggernaut around. So mm-hmm. in the next section, we're going to be talking about um, the mm-hmm. public health solution. So the proverb warns that you should not bite the hand that feeds you, but maybe you should if it prevents you from feeding yourself. That's a quote from Thomas Sands, psychiatrist and social critic and author of The Myth of Mental Health from 1960 and the Manufacturer of Madness, a comparative study (coughs) in the inquisition and mental health movement in 1970. We live in a cop-out culture. We espouse personal liberty and responsibility. The American Dream tells us that any citizen can be president one day. Our libertarian leadings dictate that we are in control of ourselves and of our lives. Any challenge to our personal authority is unwarranted, unwelcome, and considered un-American. Until the bottom drops out, and then we look look for someone to blame and demand increased regulation, Occupy Wall Street was a perfect example of this. So personal responsibility versus public health, we'll be getting into next week. I just wanted to give you a brief overview of what we're looking at. We will have Victoria up tomorrow with one of her wonderful meditations. I'm going to take everybody off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. If you have any thoughts or comments or ideas for other uh, topics you'd like to hear about in the future, feel free to share those. This is Susan Nann for February 3rd, 2022, signing out. so there we have it my friends why bariatric surgery might not necessarily be a a good thing after all for all of us better to take control of it before it gets that far thank you Susan oh you're most welcome yeah it's very scary to hear that you know, somebody in a, as a child would have to deal with that. I know in, in the school that I've been subbing in the last few months, I've seen about three kids in that school. It, it just breaks my heart to see them so overweight that they're having health issues already. And sometimes they're the sweetest kids that just, you know, if, if they had a little bit of help and coaching, they might be able to help themselves, but there's only so much we can do at school. Well, you can't go home and cook their dinner and breakfast and lunch. This is true, and some of some of what they're getting fed at school is maybe not the healthiest choices, and some sometimes they're making good choices too. It's just that you know the environment at home might ne- not necessarily be in their best interest. Well, if nobody else has any other comments or thoughts, I'm going to scoot on with the rest of my day. I wish you all a great day. And I'll look forward to being back here with Miss Victoria tomorrow to hear what she's going to share with us for a meditation. Okay, everybody. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.